Good grief, you and charming gearhead. Welcome to Full Metal Analysts. I'm Michelle. Uh, here with me today, as always, is Arthur. How are you doing, Arthur? Doing good. And Mike. Hello. Continuing our adventures into the world of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Today we watched the second episode, also known as The First Day. And uh, let me just get this started by saying I did not remember this being as scary as it was. <laughs> it's really fucking scary. <laughs> it's really great. I thought it was I, great. You know what? It's actually scarier in the sub version than it is in the dub version. The dub version, which is the one I've watched up until now, the screams are like, they're like cartoon, like performative and like they're really good. But in the Japanese version... The screams are like someone actually screaming for their life. There's like vocal fry. It's like, wow. it's oh, it way is way more intense. There's a shot. I think it's kind of astonishing because this is a show that has a lot of gore. But there's this one shot that just thinking about it literally sends shills down my spine. Shills down his spine. What are you, a, a politician? <laughs> <laughs> it's the shot of uh, Al's clothes on the floor. Like, he just got raptured. Oh, yeah. And I, when I saw that, I literally went, holy shit. I just like, oh, fuck. It's such a... Ah! Uh, like, he gets to me. He got unraveled, you know? He unraveled. Oh, yeah. That's so freaky. The reason I feel like that whole moment works so much is because this episode does a really great job of introducing alchemy and its basic principles by having the main character, by having Adam now learn about alchemy. And then when you get to the actual human transmutation, it's something that, like, there is no explanation for what's going on. Like, there's an eye on the floor. They talk to an invisible person. He goes into a gate and gets all of human knowledge in his head. And it's like, oh, my God, what is going on? And it is this deep terror that I, it cannot be explained. And, of course, on top of all that, there's the amazing performances in the animation and like so like i guess that's why they didn't make this the first episode because they didn't want people to be like jesus christ i'm just true i i guess so yeah because it is like one of the more frightening and dark episodes of the show it reminded me a lot of of something i'm working on and like it actually made me rethink something that i'm doing with it you know what i mean like no, I, I definitely thought of you, Mike. Like this is <laughs> like this is like my core because it's like disturbing and and there's wish fulfillment, crazy and, and horrifying, bargaining. but it's also like there is an element of like fun to it. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> that's such a compliment. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take it. I'll take it. You, you know what? It actually reminded me of this is super weird. When I was watching it, I was reminded of the uh, there's a scene. On the Fantastic Four remake from 2015. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but there's a scene where they come back from space and it's the moment where they realize they've been transformed. And I was reminded a lot of that scene because that scene also frames their transformations and their changes as like body horror, as like this incredibly oh, yeah, 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 yeah. thing. Yeah, like you said, there's that sense of fun. There's the sense of like exploration and discovering new frontiers even though those frontiers are manned by an invisible guy who takes your leg and you wake up in the real world and your leg is gone. But I love that because it's like this, uh, it's, um, there's no, like the more they go into that, I, I hope that stays somewhat vague, you know what I mean? Cause it's like really great that, that he's caught a glimpse of everything. There's no, yes. like this un, it's like Lovecraftian unfathomable bullshit. And Definitely. I love that. 
and he's you know it makes sense now to me it totally jives like of course he doesn't need a summoning circle he doesn't need to think about all of this stuff he can he can intuitively understand how the elements should work together you know he's seen everything and uh later on uh, this is a little but not really but alphonse is actually like he's sort of blocked out what he's seen he doesn't he gave up his entire body for what he saw. So like he, it was actually too much for his like mind to handle. And he doesn't actually remember. I buy that. Yeah. I buy that. Um, God, God is such a little stinker. in the show. <laughs> what a, God is such a like little bastard. He felt to me like, of course he's going to say he's, or it's or what's it's of course this thing is gonna think say it's god you know what i mean like right. whether it is or not it's almost i hope it's <laughs> telling the truth because that's what he's so scarier. like <laughs> he's so like <laughs> he's like oh thanks for noticing me I mean, i've just been sitting here waiting got for your it. leg <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's i've always thought it very interesting because the gate the gate has a bunch of uh hebrew uh, yeah, Hebrew, which I've always tried to be like, what is that? And and I mean, there is, I'm not exactly the most knowledgeable person in this subject, but uh, there is the, the Jewish mysticism that alchemy kind of draws a little bit from. There, which are, I there are Kabbalah elements. Yeah, that's cool. And I distinctly remember that maybe in the 2003 anime, there'd be more scenes that took place in Rizenbul, which is the village they're from more scenes taking place on like Ed's recovery, which here is just like a fade. It's just like a, oh, you're just going to take a three years. It's like, no, it's going to take a year. And then it fades to the recovery being done. I think it was kind of a good cut, honestly, because I thought it was made sense. It made sense. I mean, it's about his suffering, but we've kind of seen him suffer a lot already this episode. And <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> this part of the episode is now about as Roy Mustang says, like there's fire in those eyes. Oh, yeah. Great moment. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. Yes. Tell me, is this some, am I latching on to something that will become important later? They said they had a teacher in town. And then yeah. later on, he did the transmutation without a circle. And his little brother goes, just like our teacher. Uh-huh. What's all that about? Well, they had a teacher. Yeah. But like, I thought only like, I thought it was very unusual to be able to do alchemy without a transmutation circle. So there, his teacher was also, must've also been very special. Is that teacher going to be a character later? Maybe. Could be. Could be. So yeah. (laughs) Perhaps. Perhaps. Also they, they had like a weird look, you know, and they look kind of like those people in the credits, you know, just want to throw that out there. Who did? Even the mom did when they summoned that mom body back, she kind of had that weird, credits look you know the dark hair pale skin oh yeah what were you saying about the mom like oh because yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but they left they summoned this woman in there and then the grandmother's like yes i came in there the next morning i saw what they did i'm the one who had to clean it up and i'm like oh my god did she use an axe (laughs) how did she do yeah like how's she cleaning up the like (laughs) the bone human goo is it still alive is it like <laughs> All right, get in the grave. Go on. They bury it. They bury it behind the house, right? That's something. Yeah. But they don't clean the place up because well, that's the great thing about boy. this episode is that they actually don't give you too much information. They give you, they expand upon this episode and like what happened here 
later. But for this episode, they're really giving you the bare bones of what you need to get the backstory and move forward. Mm -hmm. So is it important that she was kind of alive? It might be. <laughs> I like, Jesus Christ! That they is, didn't, that is, they didn't that is the situation back. where I actually do not remember. <laughs> was that actually their mother for just a few seconds? Because that's even more horrific. When it's like, oh, right. God. <laughs> that's the question, and I think that is what that is the nightmare that Ed lives with. Oh, that's horrific! That's yeah. fucking great. But by the way, I just want to bring up something that's interesting. That's actually not going to be a spoiler, but you mentioned that her the mom had a similar look to the people in the credits, which I assume you're referring to the eventual villains of the of the show. Yes. Uh, which I'm already piece, assuming are the homunculi. Yes, because we were talking about them <laughs> yes. earlier before. It's okay. Um, it's all good. So it's okay, but but it's not this is not a spoiler, but basically the homunculi, uh their origin in this show is different than the origin in a 2003 anime. When you commit human transmutation you create a homunculi then the mistake that comes out of it can be transformed into a homunculi mm -hmm. and one of the homunculi that the characters eventually face in that show is the one that was created out of out of ed and al's mom uh oh, so that is an aspect i've always found to be kind of cheesy from the original show but interesting and it's something that doesn't take place in this show at all so by all accounts uh trisha is probably uh very much dead so we don't have to worry about that. Other characters we meet in this episode include Pinako, who is Winry's grandmother. Love Pinako. That's a very Arthur character. <laughs> she has that anime thing that I adore where like the older you get, the shorter you get mm -hmm. to the point where it's kind of ridiculous. Like she is literally <laughs> all the way up to Roy's waist. <laughs> but I find that very, very funny. But she, she comes to like represent the home they do have a place to come back to with her, mm -hmm. which is cool. And she also builds the automail. She does, right. You know, it's lucky that they had a suit of armor just kind of around. <laughs> yeah. It could have been anything. Right? Like, it could have been, like, a tea kettle. <laughs> it could have been a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> like, a bike wheels up. <laughs> like, yeah, like, after bed. Like 21 speed alchemist. <laughs> right. And then people are like, oh, if it isn't the full metal, the full pedal alchemist. <laughs> yeah, that's so better. That's so much better. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm the full metal alchemist. <laughs> full pedal alchemist. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, Arthur, thank you the for HBO you. Max version because the yes. HBO Max version didn't cut out the interludes, like the title cards where they say full metal alchemist. Yes, we found out. So this might give away when we're recording this, but we found out that uh, HBO Max, for some reason, has Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and they don't cut out the inner titles like Arthur said. And it's great when they show up. You're just like, "Oh yes, welcome back, <laughs> welcome back, good you know, old friends." Funny. And like, I'll stop talking about the sub versus dub soon. I promise. But the sub version has a different voice saying Full Metal Alchemist than the dub version does. <laughs> They but they're both it. saying Full Metal Alchemist in English. <laughs> it's just a different guy. That's odd. I do like the dub better than the sub, I I have to say. Like, I'm finding it interesting watching the sub, but there will come a point where I switch back. I did do a little switch this episode. I switched when Roy and Huges were talking. His, that's not his name, Huges. Hutes. 
Huge. How do you say that? Huge. Yes. I switched when uh, they were talking in Central. Again, it was a situation where I listened to Roy's voice for one word, and I was like, that's Travis William. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I, I want to give it a shot. I just I'm really trying to work through the the disconnect that my brain does whenever I don't hear these characters speaking Japanese. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. It's just it just I, I just through. think the localization is so much better. Like it's way less clunky. Like mm -hmm. for example, when Panako and Ed are like yelling at each other, they're having their little insult off over the dinner table. The Japanese version, the subtitles are like Adam sized. <laughs> and it's like, okay. But in the English version they like form actual insults. So they're like subatomic shrimp. Mm -hmm. It just it just rings better. Like you get like the emotionality of what's going on as opposed to like a literal translation. I'm making a promise right now. Uh, next episode, I'm watching it full on dub. Wow, I'm gonna give it a shot. And uh, in terms of characters introducing this episode, we also get the introduction of Winry. Uh, this is her first appearance. She's great. She is, is that great. The assistant character. Or... Yes, she's uh, Pinaco's granddaughter. She's some kind of smith of some kind or something. She works on their auto mail. Um, there's a nice moment between uh, Winry and uh, Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, yes. I wanted to talk about that. Like, there's a sad moment when Winry is really left all alone when Ed and Al leave. Like, her parents, like, Ed's parents are gone, and then Winry's parents go away. And, like, this show really does allow you these little windows into characters where you're like, oh, no, like, this is what they've been going through the whole time. <laughs> I can tell this is a show that loves their characters. Like I can tell that every every moment, like I'm I'm liking, like I'm getting more and more about what people want and care about. Like, like that. There's you know? that. There's a moment where you get a little window like that. I think a few episodes from now into Alphonse, and it's like one of the saddest. It makes me cry every time. The you know what's his name? The Mustang's assistant. Hawkeye. I just thought that was really cool. I thought that was neat when uh, she's like, you know, why is she in the army? You know, she's like looking at him at the end. Someone to protect. Someone to protect, you know, like, like that sets a lot up, you know what I mean? And it makes you understand completely why people are doing these things. And I just think that's really very cool. It's just very simple, very yeah. simple and effective character. It's not more complicated than it needs to be, but it is grounded in character. And, and I think we do know, it's the Ishvalan War of Extermination. We we know mm. that it's called that because that's what the the Fuhrer calls it. Yes, that's all we have right now. He's not good, right? He's like a really bad person. Well, what makes you think that is the fact you know, that his name is Fuhrer? Fuhrer is a big one. Fuhrer is a big. You know, that's big for me. That always makes me you know lean in. Lean in you know? <laughs> Whenever someone's like, just call me Fuhrer, I'm always a little like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you know makes me suspicious so, so i shouldn't ask you to call me that anymore <laughs> yeah no I've, I've been meaning to write you a long email about that okay. <laughs> but no i'm glad we aired that out yeah me too i don't have time for that <laughs> who has time for that not only that but like he's so confident and he's so smooth and also like they set us up to they had ed like immediately con confront him you know they had him immediately have this confrontation moment where he's like you know look how good i am i'm better than you can possibly imagine and then the fear already had his blade out and he, he protected himself you know it makes me think this guy is trouble this guy's big, well, I think bad we have, trouble 
we have all the pieces we need already character wise yes and, that's what i think is amazing about right this. like episode two we have everything we need everyone is like set off on their trajectory and mm-hmm. while the world gets you know bigger and more complicated the character trajectory is is consistent from where we start out right here plus everyone everyone gets a backstory everyone has a little motivation everyone has a backstory everybody you care about everyone is humanized except the fear <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> he's, he's the only character that doesn't get a, a human but mike angle. his sword so fast yes and he always keeps his eyes closed so no, no. so nice no, no. good good fear with fast sword what do you need, mm. Mike? Do you need him to have a family or something? I just feel like he should... Why does he want a Fuhrer? <laughs> Why does he Fuhrer? Why does he or? Maybe, maybe he wants to protect his son or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. What's all that about? Like, is he, you know, was he born... Is he like Anakin Skywalker, you know, born into slavery and now he wants to make the world a righteous place, you know? You will find out what the Fuhrer's deal is. Is that even... Does Anakin Skywalker... That... Art? Should it have been? Um, I, <laughs> I can definitely tell you it is not like Anakin Skywalker. I think. <laughs> okay, here's I'm, my ta- hot take. He's okay. a he's a homunculus. He's the, the most homunculus homunculus of them all. That's a homunculus. A homunculized homunculus, if you will. That's your guess. That, that's right, your we're guess. officially recording it here. <laughs> And, I mean, what, wait, what, do we do, what do we get to do if you're wrong? You get to. <laughs> yeah, what do we get to do to you? What, <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> um, okay, Mike, to if, Mike is, if Mike is wrong, uh, he has to change his change my name to Fuhrer on Twitter. <laughs> no, oh, no, I'm just kidding. please no. No, I like that. Yeah, I like that. No, Mike has to eat a bug. <laughs> All right, deal. I'll eat a bug if I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, Mike eats a bug. If there's anything else I have to say about this episode, um, really amazing shout out to the directing in this. I honestly think if you want to know how to direct a scene of horror, you should look at the scene where they commit human transmutation. Mm-hmm. Because from moment one, you know something bad's going to happen. Yeah, With it's that, a bad situation goddamn red color splashed all over the place and you're like yeah oh no oh and i don't know if this needs saying but if anyone is watching along with us you should watch the episode first and then listen to the episode of the yes, podcast please. and the yes. fact that you're hearing this now is i don't <laughs> it's just well, sorry if you, <laughs> if you listen to this first it'll still be good and they're like, no. <laughs> you'll have you'll have a lot of moments where you're like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of fun. That can be a fun thing. Sure. I mean, do what you want. You know. <laughs> yeah, mix it up. It's, it's your it's your it's your podcast. You know. I mean, it's yeah. our podcast. But it's also it's yours. your podcast. No. <laughs> you you legally own own everything we do. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap up, let's give the episode our grades. Uh, I would give out of five stars. I am gonna give it a solid. Five out of five. Five out of five. I'm also going to give it a... Man, I feel like I have pressure to give it a lower grade. (laughs) But I have to give it a five out of five because I I think it was a really great way to weigh into the story. And I feel like I challenge someone to watch that and not want to watch the next few episodes. It's really great. 
Like, yeah, it's it's. I've seen this show. I mean, at least twice before. And when that episode ended and the play next episode button popped up, I almost clicked it because I was like, <laughs> "Me too." No, I, me too. It's like great. It's so it's so exciting, and I want to know what happens next, like right now. It's great. And you will find out Mike's opinion about what happened next next week as we head to Lior for the next episode, City of Heresy. Until then, stay connected with us through our Twitter. That's FMA Nalists. FMA are we there yet? We are there. We are there. We have we, we even have we have we even have a oh I thought you made a Twitter. I was gonna say we have a banner, which is Lust on the phone. By the way, uh Lust on the phone check. Lust is not on the phone. No Lust phone of this episode. Don't get stabbed with blood. Don't get stabbed with blood. That's so the worst. Just, <laughs> so until then, uh stay frosty everyone and see you all next episode. Oh battle alchemist. <laughs>